Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot is going on. The New York Attorney General investigating former President Donald Trump has teased, as you heard in news headlines, a major announcement. Letitia James the Democrat who has been investigating the finances of the former president, Donald Trump, gave no clue, no clue as to what this morning's press conference will be about. We only know at 10.30 a.m. is when it's going to happen. James has previously indicated that she could, could sue the former president after rejecting an offer to resolve a civil investigation into the former president and his family's real estate business last week. The Trump organization has apparently tried to reach a deal with James' office for months after the office told a court in January that it had uncovered evidence the company used, quote, fraudulent or misleading asset valuations to secure loans and other tax benefits. James has been leading the investigation for three years. If, If, and at this point it is mere speculation, if a lawsuit is announced, and we don't know what the attorney general, the state attorney general is going to announce, but you can make a safe safe assumption it's bad news for the former president. Because, to be honest with you folks, I would not want to be in Mr. Trump's shoes right now. You have progressive prosecutors around the country looking to make a name for themselves by going directly after him from New York to Atlanta. And then it becomes a matter of which DA can get the indictment or the headline first. So if a lawsuit is announced and Again, I am only speculating. I I can't see the attorney general 
are declaring a, a major announcement just for a lawsuit. But if a lawsuit is announced, it could lead to financial penalties and restrictions on the company's dealings in New York. It's important to point out that Trump has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing and has decried the investigation as politically motivated. But again, I would not want to be in Mr. Trump's shoes right now because uh, prosecutors have made it clear that he is, in their mind, in their minds, public enemy number one. And uh, we'll see where all of this goes. But I just think it's not a coincidence that all all of these uh, progressive prosecutors from New York to Atlanta are going after Mr. Trump. Border officials, border officials in the United States arrested more than 2 million illegal immigrants in the past 11 months at the southern border. There is still another month to go. This is a record high by a hike in in migration, if you will. And this is according to figures released by the Customs and Border Protection Agency. This as New York City Mayor Eric Adams refuses to blame President Biden for his role, for Biden's role in the migrant surge, but bashes the GOP. So let me make sure I got this right here. Literally, literally, folks, if Biden didn't open the door, at the southern border, literally, this problem would not exist. And so if he didn't open the door and the problem wouldn't exist, how do you go after the GOP? This is what's wrong with American politics, partisan politics. Stand by your party rather than just tell the truth. And in the race, for New York governor, in the race for New York governor, the last Republican elected statewide in 20 years in New York State, George Pataki, is endorsing his fellow Republican, Lee Zeldin. I'm here today for one purpose, and that's to proudly endorse Lee Zeldin as the next governor of New York State. And so we'll get more into what uh, Governor Pataki had to say uh, as it relates to uh, Lee Zeldin, but I see all your telephone calls early uh, this morning. So let's start. Let's start with the calls uh, right away, and then I'll get into some of the details of what I just mentioned. Let's begin this morning with Dave in Comac. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? I hope Letitia James finally holds Trump accountable and puts him in jail. Okay, so when you say holds him accountable. What specifically are you referring to? Everything as a whole. No, 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 no. That is, you don't have a specific opinion? I mean, you can't just say everything. How do you define everything? As far as his taxes, as far as uh, him hiding uh, documents uh, that are top secret, 
that type of thing. Okay, so so you're not a fan. Okay, Dave, I, I understand. I get it, and I thank you uh, for the telephone call. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello? Yes, go right ahead, Michael. Okay. Letitia James has to have to show the evidence. My question is, where is the evidence against the former president? Where's the paperwork with the I's dotted, the T's crossed, everything with a signature on it? Without that evidence, she's got no case. Okay. All right, Michael, I, I, I hear you. And, 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 you know, we have to wait until we see uh, the hand that the attorney general plays uh, in just a few hours. Uh, and thank you for the call. I don't know uh, what the attorney general is going to announce. But having done this for close to 40 years, I can almost guarantee you it won't be good for Team Trump for her to put the media on alert. And, of course, we get advance word, advance notice. And it was about uh, 9 o'clock last night when the word went out to the media that the attorney general is going to have a news conference with a major announcement. So we will see uh, how this all plays out. Let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Thank you, as always, for taking my call. As always, it's a pleasure to hear you. Um, I wanted to comment, if I could, briefly on, um, well, Letitia James, I mean, she, I mean, to me, if you listen to all the nasty, awful things she talked about Trump and how she was going to, she made that part of her campaign to find him guilty of something. Like, she was going to, she was looking for a crime. I mean, I don't even know how that's allowable. Um, you know what I mean, to talk about someone. What if she did that to you? What if she did it to me? You know, Jennifer, you you, you are correct. And and here's, I've played the uh, soundbite before. And it's everything that's wrong with our political system. She mm-hmm. ran on a platform of publicly, mm-hmm. in, 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 my word, in my words, humiliating mm-hmm. the former president, in terms of saying that she was going announcing in advance before she was elected that mm-hmm. she was going after Mr. Trump almost as item number one. So so you are correct. An investigation in search of a crime. That's what she was going to do. She was going to find something to back him on because she was going to go, go, go. And for all the Trump haters out there, like Stan and Forrest Hill, she was going to make them happy. So there you go. I hope they're all happy. Um, really quickly, I was mentioned by two people last night. Um, Audrey, who I think is lovely, she mentioned me, and she had my back sort of fagazi about the illegals, and she said that this um, country was built on uh, immigration. She's correct. It was built on legal immigration, legal. And when people came through Ellis Island, that was 1892 to 1954 was the last person that went through there, Dominic. There were 12 million people, mostly um, from the European nations that came came through. There were 12 million in 62 years. We have had under President Biden, 5 million illegally, over a million of which we know nothing about because they're gotaways, um, that have come through that border. 
And if you think about it in terms of the volume, the state of Delaware doesn't even have a million people. So that's more than five times Joe Biden's home state and population. Think of what that does to social services, to schools, to hospitals, to infrastructure. People ought to think about it and think about all the hundreds of thousands of Americans that are homeless and that are in need. And when David, the other gentleman that called, the man that said he was fully blind, and God love him, I have one of my dearest friends is fully blind and lives in Boston. And I know several people that have gone through the Perkins School up here. And so my heart broke when David said that he spent three years in the shelter system in New York City. Why should anybody in this country have to spend three years not having a place to live, especially if they're dealing with something like total blindness? And to me, it just speaks volumes about everything that's wrong. But one last thing, he also said that he he referenced Michael being all about race and a racist and um, what did he say when you're uh, not towards lighting, you know what I'm saying, when you're um, the other term they use, but he said, uh, he based dog whistling, basically, is what he said I was doing also. And I have to say, even though I know it's easy to call someone a racist, and it's a cheap shot, I took great offense to it on one level, just on a human level, because I know me and I know God knows me, Dominic. And I will say this. I'm the one that called you about Keona Holly, if you recall, when she was shot on December 16th last year. Yes, you a did. Beautiful, I, I, but, no, well, well, go ahead. Just, just Jennifer, I have to wrap this up. So, so go ahead. A beautiful 39-year-old cop sitting in a cruiser killed by two men who happened to be black for no reason. And she left her four kids. And I also was the one that called you about Bishop Evans, the 22-year-old National Guardsman that died trying to pull who he thought saved, who he thought were um, immigrants crossing the Rio Grande, but they were drug smugglers. And that beautiful African-American young man I called you and said people should know their names. You did, you did, but but I have to, I have to step in, Jennifer, because I, I have a lot of calls. But I do thank you, and you did you did call in exactly as you said, and I I agree with you, Jennifer. And folks, we see all your calls coming in. We're going to get to them as fast as we can. I agree with Jennifer's point of view uh, as it relates to the Dineros. Who is going, to, with the migrant situation, who is going to be able to pay for all of this? And Jennifer is correct. So you have Americans, or, or, or he, she pointed out uh, Dave, and Dave and I, David and I exchanged emails uh, last night after the show. Um, I, I exchanged emails with, with a number of people after the show last night, as I often do, Nancy and, and a few others. And, you know, for him to be blind and have to spend three years in a shelter system and think about that for a second, you're blind. So you can't even see the attack coming at you. All you can do is hear it and try your best to defend yourself. And and you got to spend three years in that system. And we have people coming here and off the bus, off the bus, they are taken uh, by another bus, an MTA bus, to a shelter. And, and if you will, they, they are almost placed in front of the line. That's just not fair. Jennifer mentioned Stan. Stan is standing by in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. What's on your mind? 
How you doing? I'm doing well, Stan. Thank you. How are you? Okay. Videos. Does that sound familiar? Videos. Let's go back to Saturday. A nice campaign rally. Donald Trump and his people. Did it remind you of anything when they saluted him? Did you see that wonderful salute they gave him and he to them? Go back about 90 years and you'll see the, what it reminded me of. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, probably know what I'm talking about. A certain guy in a certain country and the people that adored him and followed him and gave him salutes like this guy got on Saturday. I was in shock when I saw it. They hung their hands up like with one finger and he did as well. If you don't understand what that was, I, I feel sorry for you. And Jennifer, I hope maybe you saw it. Uh, it was fascinating, if not pathetic and sad, that these people saluted him in a way that was reminiscent of a time in the 1930s when a man named Adolf Hitler was in charge and in Nuremberg, and they saluted him the same way. I, I, when I saw it, I, I couldn't believe it. But that's what it reminded me of, and I heard from other people. Okay. They got the chills on but it. Stan, it but, Stan, you, you know, first of all, our calls are already lit up completely. I couldn't but, care less. But, but you already know what's about to happen. Well, that's people fine call, with me. Wait, 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 wait. I'm when not people, attacking you. I'm not okay, attacking wait, you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. People, <laughs> it's okay, Stan, but but to, you're literally con, comparison, comparing a Hitler to Trump. You, well, you, you I, understand you what you're campaign, saying. You'll notice that that's exactly what they did on that thing. They saluted him. It was reminiscent of the 1930s. Look at it yourself. I'm not making it up. I was in shock. But, you know, there's another video of the, of the fraud electors in Georgia going into the voting booth. That's another one, another brilliant one that came out. I didn't make these videos. So, you know, I think everybody should see that video. Anybody that wants to vote for this guy or think he's, watch it again and keep watching it. And maybe, just maybe something will get into your head. Because when I saw it, I was in shock. I don't know if you saw it, but it was, it was shaky. I got shaky when I said, my God. Well, Stan, I, I appreciate your call. As always, have a, uh, a beautiful morning. Thank you for the call. And, um, you, you know, I, I'm uneasy, very uneasy about that, a, a comparison between Hitler and Trump. But, you know, that, that Stan's opinion, you know, we're all entitled to our opinion. I take strong exception to that. Let's go to Alan Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, Dominic, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to, to say my own opinion that if the New York State Attorney General does come down with this decision against former President Trump, I believe personally that it's political. And I think they've put so much pressure on that older gentleman who was an accountant for the Trump organization. Yes. And I think they've put so much pressure on that person that it's it's wrong. Well, I appreciate your call. Let me just state this, because one of the unique perspectives that I bring is that there are very few journalists that are credentialed uh, by the U.S. attorney's office. And so the U.S. attorney for the Southern District is considered one of the top uh, district attorney and uh, U.S. attorneys in in the country, and so I was a credentialed journalist uh, stationed out of um, the Southern District of New York. And what I saw, Al, uh, from and now Letitia James, remember this is different. She's state. 
I'm referencing the um, the feds right now. My advice to people in general is that when the feds bring a case, the best thing you can do is settle and and and, and hope and hope that the prosecutors are not demanding jail time. Because when the feds bring it, their conviction rate, I mean, woo, when the feds bring a case, I am just stating this as someone that sat in the courtrooms every day of the uh, Southern District uh, of New York. Let's go to Steve on Long Island. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Great show as always. Thank you. I congratulate you and your crew. So real quick, I want to respond to Stan's ridiculous comments comparing the former president to Adolf Hitler. I mean, you know, this guy just gets more and more ridiculous. So we're supposed to uh, assume or infer that uh, because of uh, he got salutes at his rally Saturday in Ohio that uh, he has ties to Adolf Hitler. I've never heard anything so ridiculous in my life. And this is one of the many reasons why New York State is in the shape it's in and in many other cities around the country because of this ridiculous ideology that the Democrats have. And I'm not, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm an independent. But, you know, this just, oh, my God, you have no idea. My blood is boiling right now. Well, Steve, you, you are articulating your, your point of view in a, a very rational way, and so it doesn't sound like like your blood is boiling, but I hear you, and, and I appreciate the call, Steve, and I want you to have a beautiful morning. And I, I strongly believe, Steve, in an exchange of ideas. And so, uh, so like, for example, I, I took Peter's calls uh, from Harlem, and I know that nine times out of ten, Peter's going to be very critical of me. But I take the calls because it makes for a good program. And so that's why I took Stan's call this morning. And I had no idea, obviously, that he was going to make that comparison, but he did. Thank you for the uh, call, Steve. It is appreciated. And um, let's see here. Before I take a break, before I take a break, and coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight and uh, at 1245, we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Here is a hint. New Yorkers are continuing to leave the state. And guess where they are going? They are going to Florida. That's coming up at uh, 1245. Let's go to uh, Pete on Staten Island. Uh, good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I just want to remind Stan to look at the Army-Navy game when President Trump attended and was applauded for 45 minutes straight. Look at that tape because that's our soldiers who are fighting for our rights. And I think that should send the message to Stan that this president that we had was, you know, he had his faults like everyone else does, but he achieved a lot for America we were living better. We weren't paying the gas prices. Right now, it's called the spring gas, I mean, the uh, summer gas. And it's dinner. Mr. Caspatides could tell you all about it because he said it one time on his show, and I remembered it. That gas is dinner, and uh, it's cheaper. And it also, you need to pull out a dry gas in your car because your cars are going to run rough. 
because that's what happens with that gas in a window. That's why you got to put in antifreeze, you know, into the yeah, gas line stuff to protect your car. That's all I really want to say. Thank you, Dominic, for a great show. Thank you. I, Thank you, Pete. And and I appreciate you, man. You have a uh, beautiful uh, morning. Let's go to our friend Dave in Los Angeles this morning. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Okay, now I'm really pissed off, Dominic. You know, Stan just compared Trump to Hitler. Now, let me explain. Adolf Hitler marched Jews in the ovens and gassed them to death, okay? Trump did nothing to that sort. And you let Stan go on and say it, and then you let him say it twice. So I want you to make an, make an announcement right now. You're not – Stan's crossed the line. He's a drunk asshole, and you're not going to have him on your show anymore. I want you to say that now because I'm not going to listen anymore if you're going to put that on the air. Well, because that's Dave, outrageous that you let that go on. Dave, if you don't listen, you don't listen. It's as simple as that. Dave, 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 calm down. Bring it back. Dave, Dave. Okay, so I wait, Dave, 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 Dave. So just like Peter, I'll shut up and just let you continue to say the same things over and over. Go ahead. Thank you, Dominic. I think you're wrong if you let him on the air anymore after he's making comparisons to Donald Trump to killing Jews in gas chambers. Now, you can say, well, gee, I like all opinions, and I like their all sides. I'm telling you, bro, you're wrong to let First of all, first of all, Dave, first of all, Dave, Dave, I'm not your bro. That's number one. So please don't go there. I'm not your bro. Don't, don't cross that line. Number two. You don't put words in my mouth. I say oh, what no, they Okay, I, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up again. I'll shut up again. You need to make the right decision to say I'm not putting that asshole on my airways anymore. Okay, so can I can I speak, Dave, or you want to continue to talk? No, I'm done now. You can continue, okay. but please okay. tell me that you're not going to put them on anymore. Okay, so now, so now let me speak. When... Stan made that comparison. I clearly said with him on the phone that I strongly disagree with that. I have no idea what anyone's going to say unless we dump the call because we have a delay if somebody crosses the line. So if you cross the line, Dave, we could we could we could kill it before you make the comment on air. He said what he said. I said twice that I do not agree with the comparison that he made. So what else do you want me to do besides you want to tell me who I should and and should not have on the air? So what else should I do, yes, Dave? Yes, yes, no. I think you should. I think that you should say that you're not going to. I think you should make the decision. I think for you, just like to me, I've listened to Stan a lot, and I know what good talk radio is, and he's good talk radio. Everything he says is dumb. Everything he's a shill. Okay, any moron can say the stuff he says. I say today he crossed the line, and I've always liked, I've always agreed very much with you, and I think tonight you should have had enough and say, I'm not going to have that asshole on my airwaves anymore. He's crossed the line, and he's nuts, and he's beyond the debate of reasonable dialogue. Uh, that's what I'd like you to do. Okay. Well, I'm not willing to do that as of right now. now. I've said that three times. So what else do you want me to say, Dave? Well, you asked me to clarify, and I clarified. Okay. I mean, you know what? I can't, I can't allow myself to listen to your fucking bullshit anymore. Okay. So, so, Dave, so, Dave, so, Dave, so, so now you're done, and you will never be on this program again for the term that you just used 
you will never be on this this program again. That I can assure you of, because you just completely crossed the line using profanity. Moving on, as I said, Governor Pataki endorsed the Republican Lee Zeldin in the uh, race for governor uh, yesterday, a few hours ago. And he says that that he's backing Zeldin, Zeldin, that is, but on Zeldin supporting Trump, Pataki says this is not about the past. This isn't about the past. This is about the future. And everybody wants to talk about what happened years ago or what's going on. It's not about Trump. It's not about Putin. It's not about Zelensky or the the Queen of England. That's Governor Pataki making the announcement today. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. It is time for the 77 WABC clip of the day. Listen to Bernie and Sid in the morning. The number one rated news talk radio morning show in New York City. Weekdays from 6 to 10. Here, Sid gives his thoughts on migrants being sent to Martha's Vineyard. I consider Governor Abbott in Texas and Governor DeSantis down in Florida American heroes. They're very controversial. People like me who believe that the border issue here is a complete mess and don't believe Eric Adams or any one of these blue city mayors and or governors, they love what I said, but people on the other side think what I said was stupid and nasty and, and all those are dumb words, you know, not nice and whatever. You know, if Martha's Vineyard is complaining they don't have enough uh, to take care of these people, could you imagine these smaller towns in states like Texas and Florida? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. They say this is a big rich town. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are going right back to the uh, telephone calls. Uh, if you if you just heard the last call, Dave, from Los Angeles, and Dave, Dave is a good guy, but he just went too far uh, tonight. Um, it, it may have been a little hard to understand what he was saying because we had to dump out of his comments five or six times because he used profanity. So... It is what it is, folks. Um, but let's go back to the telephone calls. We are dealing with a number of topics this morning. New York State Attorney General Letitia James has a 1030 a.m. news conference where she has promised a major development. She has been investigating the finances of the uh, Trump uh, Foundation. Border officials in the U.S. arrested more than 2 million illegal immigrants in the past 11 months at the southern border, a record high. Keep in mind, there's still another month left to their fiscal year. And Mayor Adams of New York City refuses to blame President Biden for Biden's role in the migrant surge, but Mayor Adams 
bashes the uh, GOP. I'm going to let you listen to what Mayor Adams has to actually say on this issue. The failure was the governors that sent people on a multi-day bus ride without proper food, without medical care. Mayor Adams, but uh, again, the logic makes no sense. You blame the governors, but you don't point out Biden. The problem wouldn't exist if Biden didn't literally open the door to the country for the migrants to come in. So you can focus on the problem, but the problem has to start with the person that initiated it. You can't go to step two and avoid step one. It's it's just not logical. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Michael in Nutley, New Jersey, and then we're going to go to Alyssa. But first, Michael, you're up. Good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, if Letitia James does indict President Trump, I truly hope it inspires the American people to get off their rumps and do something about it. And I truly hope more even that it inspires all these uh, Second Amendment rights gun-collecting American citizens to action. Because you know what? Voting doesn't work anymore. But I think a rifle and a scope will. These Democrats, the politicians that they they, uh, back up, they are the greatest threat to our lives. Four million illegal aliens in our country, not two million. Four million? That's too many. Our property taxes are going to get higher. Our crime rates are going to get higher. The biggest threat beyond China and Russia is the walking, breathing, living Democrat. That's what it's going to come down to. And I hope it does inspire revolution in this country, a good one, because, Dominic, voting does not work. I truly believe these Democrats cheat. I see it. They hate this country. They want to see it brought to its knees. They sell their fellow American citizens out to the, to the illegal alien. It has to stop some way or another, because if not, we will lose our country. I mean, if China or Russia ever want to attack this country, this is the best time to ever do it. Because Biden, Kamala Harris, and Pelosi and Schumer, AOC, they'll just let it happen. They have to be stopped by all means necessary. And I think, Dominic, you must agree, and the majority of your uh, listeners must agree that this is the only way out. Well, we, we, we'll see. We'll, uh, I, I don't encourage uh, violence by by, uh, by any means, but we'll, we'll see. They are encouraging violence. No, I I, I, hear, I hear you, Michael. I, I thank you for the call. Um, but something does have to give. Something does have to give. And I say turn out and vote. That's an easy option. Turn out and vote. The midterms are right around the corner. Don't get mad. Turn out and vote. Vote. Vote like your life depends on it. Alyssa in Manhattan, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I was going to say happy last day of summer, but it's hard to be happy when um, the hatred is so overwhelming in our society. Um, I want to make two points. Okay, one is a very sad story, but first, if I could briefly. Briefly. We're um, jam-packed with calls, so it has to be brief. If I could briefly just say to Stan, there were millions of people, okay, who saluted General Patton, General Eisenhower, and Winston Churchill, and they all loved him. 
is a sad reflection on you, Stan, that when people salute Donald Trump, the first person you think of is the biggest monster in history. So that's all I have to say with regards to Stan. Okay, and what was your other point? But okay, Alyssa, it has other, to be quick. My go other ahead. two points. The first point. No, you said one. Sad. You said one. But okay, please, I'll, go, I'll do go one. Ahead. I'll save the other one for another night. Okay, go ahead. This is a sad story. All right, I just found out about this tonight. Where in North Dakota, a 41-year-old man had a political disagreement at some sort of community dance with an 18-year-old teenager who is a Trump supporter. He chased down the teenager with his SUV and killed him. And this is the result of President Biden's caravan of MAGA hate that he's been promoting around the country. And I only wish someone could do a statistical analysis across the board in all 50 states to see how many assaults and killings are responsible for Biden's, you know, hateful rhetoric. And on top of it, the guy was put into jail, charged with vehicular manslaughter, $50,000 bail, not charged with a hate crime. And all he had to say, these words came right out of his mouth, is, well, I can't be here. I need to be home with my family and my wife and my kids. And showed no remorse about killing this 18-year-old teenager. Well, Alyssa, I, I thank you for the call. All I can say is that um, I, I'm not aware of this situation, but I will take a look. Uh, and I got I have to find out the laws of the state because some states don't have hate crime uh, provisions. So I, I will take a look and I will I will address this again tomorrow night. But I'm trying to I've got to take a break in a minute. And I'm, we have a lot of calls and I'm trying to move as fast as I can through the calls. William in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Uh, great show tonight. Thank you. Uh, the point I was going to make I want to make about is. Uh, Donald Trump. I feel like, you know, he's a mad bull and these people like everybody's after him. And I can't understand how a person of that magnitude can withstand like people tearing at him all the time. He's like, you know, and it's just like they it's nonstop. And, and all he wants is the good for the country. And look how many great things he's done already for this country. And he was only an officer practically we have four years already, you know, and that's why he needs to come back. Right. Well, it's going to, William, thank you for the call. It's going to be very interesting to see how all this plays out. But what all of this does prove is that something has to give in our country. The, the temperature is too high. One side hates the other side. The other side hates that side back. And I'm, I'm specifically referring to Republicans and Democrats and Trump supporters and those that are Trump haters. Uh, I see all the calls. Uh, at least three or four of you want to respond to uh, Stan, and I'm going to try and uh, and let you do so. I see our friend Audrey, but we're going to go to the Bronx, Queens, New Jersey, Long Island, and Brooklyn. But first, I've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. W-A-B-C. 
Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. A record number of New Yorkers moved to the Sunshine State in August. A record-breaking number of New York residents switched their driver's licenses to the Sunshine State version last month. This is according to the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. And a total of 5,838 New Yorkers made the switch in August, the highest recorded number for a single month in history. The numbers show year-to-date, 41,885 New Yorkers have handed over their licenses after moving south to Florida. So I'm looking at uh, some of the emails, and you could reach me, Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com, Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. From Sal, a friend of the program, Sal says, Dominic, Mayor Adams and the MTA says that our fear of rising crime in New York City is based on our capitalized perception. If this is true, then why does Mayor Adams need a security escort team? Also, where is Commissioner Sewell as the crime rate increases? Has she held any press conferences lately? I sadly believe that Commissioner Sewell needs the mayor's permission to speak and that she was hired to be political, and he capitalized this, I candy. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to uh, to uh, Teddy and Yonkers. Good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Dominic. Dominic, I always like you, even though I disagree with you 80% of the time. And uh, I'm going to support Stan. I understand what you said. I am not saying to you that Donald Trump is an Adolf Hitler. But his followers are, okay? okay. His followers are... Okay, Teddy, Teddy, all right, Teddy, 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 I've had enough of this this morning, all right? Let, let's, 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 enough, enough. First, I have Dave in Los Angeles telling me what I should say. And word of advice, if you want to turn me off, the worst thing you can do is to tell me what I should say. Let's go to uh, Ray in Queens. Good morning, Ray. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I'm calling to protest this outrageous and dishonest comparison of Trump with Hitler and Stan 
is an intelligent man. He knows it's dishonest. Trump was elected president 2016, governed constitutionally, stood for re-election. Adolf Hitler was elected chancellor January 1933, never stood for another election. Within a year and a half, he eliminated all political parties, eliminated all internal opposition, including among the Nazis themselves, and assumed dictatorial powers. If you can't see the difference between those two records, as Dave said, you're beyond reasonable dialogue. Okay. And that's all I have to say. All right. Well, thank you uh, for the call, Ray. Let's see here. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Shia uh, on on Long Island. Uh, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Go right ahead, please. Sure. Just to point out quickly about Stan, I'm not here to criticize anybody, but um, I come from a family of Holocaust survivors. Obviously, my grandparents were survivors. All four of them, and they lost children in the war. And it's ridiculous to compare President Trump to, um, you know, to compare him to, to the Holocaust and to say that people were saluting him like they did to, to Hitler. It's ridiculous. They gave him a simple salute because they liked what he was doing. It's a, I don't know why he's comparing it to Hitler. It's outrageous to even say that. And just wanted to call that out. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Thank, go ahead. Go ahead quickly. Hello? You had something else to say. Just please do it quickly. Yeah, quick, quick point. About about Lee Zeldin, obviously Governor Pataki happens to be a close friend of my family, and today's endorsement from Governor Pataki hopefully should help. I don't know how much it will do because Governor Pataki has been out of politics for a long time, but um, my message is, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the radio, is please come out and vote like you said. And I, I, I think everyone should vote for Lee Zeldin. The state is a mess. We see what's going on, and we have no choice. It's either New York or Florida. If Zeldin doesn't win, I'm out of here. As well, many other Americans are out of here. I, I thank you so much for the call. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. And I want to apologize for all the real adults. Anyone that curses you, I really need to search themselves, Dave. Anyway, um, I'm sorry that uh, um, I'm not one of those haters, you say, because I don't hate anything. I hate violence and I hate bigotry. But um, Stan said um, nobody should jump on him. I understand because something Jeannie said sort of, Kind of got me. We didn't come to um, Ellis Island. There were four million of us at the bottom of the ship. I don't mind, but get the history right and say it right. And also, Letitia James, what she's doing, she's not trying to um, prophesize on any political sense. She's going after someone that didn't pay their taxes and owe it to the state. Okay, so, but wait, 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 full stop, full stop here. She ran on a can in a campaign before she was elected of mm-hmm. taking Trump down. There sure are there, there are numerous sound bites of her saying this. And you yeah, wait, wait, and you're gonna say it's not political? Well listen, he went and testified how many times he's pleaded the Fifth Amendment. Okay. This is an out that, not that, about how but wait, wait, Audrey, but that but that's his right. Oh. That's every American. That that doesn't mean that doesn't mean guilt. It just means, uh, in translation, it does not make sense for me to sit here and fall into a political trap when no matter no matter what I say, you're going to twist it for political gain. That's all that means. Who me? No, a- anybody that okay, that plays the that I see their life for what it is. But I'm, I advise everyone to go out and vote. And one more thing: this um, cameras in the subways—that's a waste of money. The cameras show the violence anyway. It's not going to stop it. And I'm sort of leaning towards Leah. I haven't decided yet, and I'm thinking about being an independent. But just vote and stop the trash and um, stand because history is something we can't forget. 
So what it is. And, Dave, you need to search yourself because something's wrong with you. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Florida. Let's say good morning to Sonny. Sonny, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dominic. Great morning. show tonight. Uh, I think you'll bring the best out of people and, and the worst, as we heard that other fella that went off, but that's okay. <laughs> but anyway, what I want to say is um, you are so you are so right. We have to show in November to show support for Donald Trump. And me and my friends, uh, a lot of them from Staten Island, we came up with an idea to wear the mega red hat uh, like a day of solidarity and to show support. And if everyone does this, and this, we don't have to do no rallies, we don't have to get crazy on anything, just if everyone would wear that hat for just one day, November 2nd, we'll call it on November 2nd. I'm down here in the villages. They support Trump like no one else can. So uh, I'm one of the guys that moved down here, like you were just mentioning, although I'm just part-time down here. Uh, my home is still in New York. But I think this will do it. I think if they see that sea of red hats, but one day, November second, I think that would make a difference. I really no. Do. I and, you know I I, I I I I I hear you and I respect your point of view, but I think that our politics are so partisan that all that will amount to is more divisiveness. That's the way, Sonny. I thank you for the call. I'm just short on time here. Um, I, I hear you, and you have every right to wear your MAGA hat. Uh, every right, the same way. People have a right to wear their Biden hat, but no matter what one does these days, it's going to be seen as partisan politics. Coming up in just a few minutes, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Frank joins me right now. Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. Hello. I'm I'm doing well, Mr. Baltimore. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. All's well. Got an action-packed show for the next four hours. Going to be joined live from Italy by Michelle Caruso Cabrera. You may remember her from her run yes. against uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and for New York City Controller last year. Well, she's in Italy, and she's now back with CNBC. We'll talk with her about going from politics back to journalism and about the surge in interest in genealogy and ancestry research. This is a booming industry, and she's something of an expert in it. She can give folks some tips in researching their own family history and maybe explain why this has become so popular. Another great show coming up. I certainly hope so. Well, there you go. Frank Morano coming up in just minutes. You select the uh, next caller, Frank. How about Norman in Brooklyn? Good morning, Norman. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, uh, Concerning any politician, uh, the comparison of any American politician to an evil dictator like Adolf Hitler, who killed six million Jews, among them many of my family members, uh, to draw that comparison, especially from a fellow Jew brings shame upon himself and a shame upon anybody who draws that comparison. I don't care if it's a Democrat or Republican. If you're going to draw that comparison, you lose the argument. Well, you you did a wonderful job there, Norman, of articulating the argument, and anybody with common sense agrees with exactly what you just said. Thank you for that comment. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Coming up right now, Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.